Blog Talk Radio. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Best Life Cafe. My name is Kathy Anello, and I am here today with my co-host, Carrie Butler. And this morning, we are welcoming our personal life coach, mentor, friend, best-selling author, Nancy Levin. Nancy is the author of Writing for Your Life, Jump in Your Life Will Appear, Worthy, which is one of my favorite transformational books, and her latest book that just came out last month, The New Relationship Blueprint. All of these books are available on Amazon. Nancy has a radio show on Hay House every Thursday morning at 8 a.m., Hay House Radio. She has an amazing Facebook group called Transformation Together with Nancy Levin that you can join, and she has a brand-new online coaching group called Destination Me, both of which Carrie and I are members of. And I really just want to dive into her. First of all, good morning, Nancy. Good morning, Carrie. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning, Carrie. <laughs> good morning. <laughs> I know. I was like, where are you going, Kathy? I know. Like, Hello. <laughs> yeah, Kathy, it's like, and she can't just laugh zooming in because I'm in Ukiah and she's in L.A. and Nancy is in Colorado. So this is this coordination of stuff. And I'm so excited to have Nancy on, you got, you know, Nancy, you on the show today, because obviously we go back to 2014 when I first joined Jump Group. Mm -hmm. I met Carrie in a Jump Group and Carrie and I became instant best friends. And I've done so much soul, you know, group uh, coaching and so much, I've done one-on-one coaching with you and you have literally seen me evolve into the person that I am today. And so I just want to extend a thank you for being on the show and for being in my life. Oh, you're welcome. It has been my honor to witness you. (laughs) So the book, Hmm. The New Relationship Blueprint, um, so I'm going to quote, if your last relationship fell apart, if your current relationship isn't working, if you're single and looking for love, or you just want to fall in love with your own life again. And that's on the back of the book. And I look at this book like really it's sort of like learning how to blend the needs of your partner's needs with your own needs in a more sort of loving, communicative place. And you're in a, you give a lot of tools for that. And really just letting mm-hmm. loving yourself be your priority. So I'm going to go ahead and ask question number one because I have 100 questions. But what was the motivation okay. for you to write this book? So the motivation was the fact that I found myself in relationship after my divorce. And it really got me questioning, how, how do I do this? How do I actually be okay. in relationship after the one that fell apart? How do I do this again without doing it again? How do I do it differently? And that was really the seed that uh, initially sent me into into writing this. So Nance, for it's Carrie. Hi. Yeah. Hi. Um. Um. So, I just want to like make sure that our listeners know. And can you speak a little bit about like even if you aren't in a relationship right now, how? Mm-hmm. Which is me. I'm raising my hand. Yeah. How can yep. this book help you to create? you know, the relationship that you want. Yeah. So the reason I say that it is for people who are in relationship, who are looking for relationship dating, and even for people who are not, who are single and maybe not looking for relationship, because that's where I was for a very long time. It's really Mm -hmm. about the, it's really about the premise that first of all, 
we need to learn how to make ourselves the priority. We need to learn how to reclaim selfish. So this is something that I am on my soapbox about because most of us for too long have been putting the needs of others ahead of our own and haven't even considered our own needs. So before we even talk about getting into relationship with another, I'm wanting to set the foundational stage of learning how to make yourself a priority, knowing your non-negotiables, and building the relationship between you and you first. And again, this can happen when you're single, or this can happen inside of a relationship that you're actually already in, because the way I look at it is there's relationship 2.0, 3.0, 4.0. So if you're not in a relationship, the beauty is that this book is going to give you the tools to create the relationship with yourself first so that when you enter into relationship with another, you still know how to stay home with yourself. You won't lose yourself mm. in relationship. Right. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. And can you just, for people that might have like um, a trigger for the word selfish, like it's not in a bad <laughs> way, right? Like it's just, it's, you know, can you just I talk know, so, about so here's like, the being thing. I think, I think most of us, most of us relate to selfish, giving it a negative connotation. And the truth of the right. matter is words themselves are charge neutral. We're the ones who put the charge on them. So when I'm talking about selfish, I'm first of all talking about it being the opposite of abandoning, of abandoning yourself. And that say that selfish, self-love, self-care are three sisters whose job it is to support you in honoring yourself. Because most of us have been, I'm glad, (laughs) most of us, like I was saying (laughs) before, have not been considering ourselves at all. And so I'm suggesting, A, first of all, we need to consider ourselves. We need to bring ourselves to the conversation, bring ourselves to the table, and we actually even mm-hmm. need to put ourselves first. We need to consider ourselves first. Because when we don't, that's when resentment builds. That's when the truth comes out sideways. Mm-hmm. And that's when we're living a life that is dishonoring to ourselves. Okay, pause. <laughs> pause. <laughs> dishonoring. And, and, I, and I think about that dishonoring as actually even going that step further, being dishonest with ourselves and living sort of in that mm-hmm. denial place of what's really mm-hmm. going on. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll call a spade a spade. And, and, you know, and when you were talking, I was thinking about how society really, especially if you're in our age group, which a lot of our listeners are, taught women. Sure to not put themselves mm-hmm. first, to put their mm-hmm. husbands first, to put their children first. And so, how, you know, like a lot of the self-love that I learned from you was in self-care. And so mm-hmm. one of the things I wanted to just sort of have you touch on a little bit is how do you put yourself first in a relationship when society has taught that? And what are some of those roadblocks? You talk about in your new book, the psychological roadblocks to self-love. Like where do those what are some of those? I know that's a two-sided question, but just, yeah, you know, that's, that's okay. Subject, so I would say, really yeah. yeah, I mean, 
Yeah, I would say the the psychological roadblocks are, and you've worked with me for a long time, so you're familiar, are really these limiting beliefs that we're holding. And the the ways in which we treat our own beliefs as if they're fact. However, a belief Mm. is not a fact. It's simply a long-held idea about how the world works and our role within it. So we have to begin... We have to begin with first the awareness of what we believe and then, then from there we're able to shift the belief and back it up with new choice and new action. So mm-hmm. part, part, of, you know, part of this piece of how do we put ourselves first when we've been, when we've been told not to is literally yeah. – a, it's, it's literally a 180-degree shift away from what we've been doing before. So, we, you know, I often <laughs> exactly. talk about it in terms, it is, we have to talk about it in terms of, you know, I, I say, you know, take your own temperature first before taking the temperature of someone else. Check your own weather first instead of checking someone else's. Most of us wait till we most of us wait till we see how someone else is acting, so that we know how to react. So we're constantly living in reaction to someone or something else. So I'm actually inviting you to check in with yourself first. How do I feel? What do I want? What do I need? Instead of yeah. what do I need to do to make everything be okay with that other person, or what, what, you know, this is the old, you know, walking on eggshells, which I was so many of us are so used to doing. Words. Mm-hmm. You literally pulled those yeah. words out of my mouth because I know that when yeah. you live in that state, and you know that, and you know yeah. that, I know that, that when you're walking, it is, you know, now that my life has evolved to not having that might be my truth, it is, it, it literally was a detoxification because you condition yeah. yourself to please everybody around you, to walk on eggshells, to say the right things, to do the right things. And even in those situations, usually those types of people are raising the bar each time. We had a discussion about that yep. yesterday. Yeah, and, we did. And it's like, and so then you're hypersensitive to it. And it really is something that I want to say um, physiologically and, and physically affects your body. Yeah, That's because when we're doing state. whatever it takes, right, when we're doing mm-hmm. whatever it takes, to, to make everything be okay, to be enough, to do enough, when we're doing whatever it takes, doing whatever it takes actually comes at a really high cost. And it takes uh, yes. a really big toll on us. So what I have in my own personal experience noticed and in the th- with the thousands of people I've coached, it is astonishing how much energy returns to our system when we're no longer packaging ourselves to be digestible to someone else. Oh, Nancy. Amen. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. amazing. So, Nancy, how, how does, like, I, I'm just, my head is reeling. I wanted to talk to you for hours. But so how, like, so let's just say you're in a relationship. Things are feeling a little bit funky. Like, how do you even begin to start to unravel, you know, mm-hmm. so that you can come back to self. Like how, how like it's, cause it seems yeah. like such I mean, a daunting I will, I will task, be honest, you know? 
yeah, and I will be honest. I mean, this book literally provides a step-by-step blueprint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it literally <laughs> provides step-by-step to take to take you through looking at the beliefs that got you where you are, looking at the origin story, which is where the beliefs originated, looking at your relationship history, because what we're doing is we are constantly repeating patterns until we shift them. So these patterns began likely with mom or dad and have shown up in some form or another in every single relationship we've been in. Now, I'm not even just talking about romantic, intimate partnership. It will show up with coworkers or with a boss. It will show up with siblings. It will show up with friends. Our stuff, our issues will, will find a way <laughs> to, to let themselves be expressed in service of being worked out in whatever relationship the opportunity presents itself. So the big thing I want to say is, because I work with a lot of clients who are, you know, who are like how I was, swearing off relationships, I'm done, I'm not doing this again, I'm going to be alone <laughs> the rest of my life. And you know what? Mm-hmm. Even when you're alone the rest of your life, you're going to find ways where these triggers occur in other sorts of relationships. So okay. it's not a get-out-of-jail-free card to decide to have no more intimate relationships. <laughs> right. I got Don't it. save off love because, well, mm-hmm. love is important. So right. you can't save off love, right? <laughs> right. 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 And why you would can't. you want to, you know? It's such a delicious place to be in, you know, when you love and, and somebody loves you. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just, you know, mm-hmm. yummy. And I, you know, yeah. so... For all of our listeners, we, we before we got on the, sh- the on the air, we were talking literally two years ago to the day. Nancy and yes. Kathy and I were in Maui together, which was amazing. Yeah. And you know, just speaking to this, Nancy, about you know limiting beliefs and all that, and like I remember the breakthrough that I had about how all of my relationships, and it started with like when I was in kin- third, like no, I was two or three, three or four years old. And we had neighborhood mm-hmm. friends and the neighbor had a daughter and I, you know, like we both liked the same boy. It right. just, <laughs> literally, it was that mo- like, it, I was freaking, I'm not kidding you, like three or four years old. And so all my life, there were relationships where I was not the only one, you know? And I remember yes shaking and standing like it brings tears to my eyes right now just standing and realizing that aha which was I mean and it just goes back that far and you just cannot you know it's almost like wait what how do those things affect us so much but through friendships and love relationships and I'm just Mm -hmm. yeah and and that's one of the the good thing is that Nancy has in this book she has a lot of you know, she has processes that literally take you through 
how to find your origin story and that you have a childhood memory meditation. And I've done some work with you on that. And it's hard to get back to those childhood memories. But when you do, the light does go off and you go, ah. And I wanted to just step back in a minute to the patterns because I was talking to a friend the other day who was telling me a story about her relationship. And she told the same story, and I'm guilty of this too, uh, several times that it happened several times. And I said, oh, mm-hmm. and it, here Nancy Levin's voice came crashing into my body and it said, you need a pattern interrupt. So I want yes. you to explain like that pattern interruption because a lot of us get in these patterns and we look the other way and we say, oh, that's just what he did last time or that's just what she did last time and mm-hmm. you move on. But mm-hmm. there has to be a pattern interrupt in order to change the dynamic. So let's just talk about right. what that is so the, and how you do that. So the, yep. The first thing I'll say about this is that I always, and you know this very well, I always want to bring the attention back to ourselves. So taking Ouch. the attention yes, off I of know. other <laughs> and, bringing, right, and bringing it back to self. So, so we, have to look at this, at, we have to look at the fact that we are, you know, there's the saying, that everyone is 100% responsible for 50% of every relationship. I love that. And so I do too. And so we have to look at what's our responsibility. So we have to first look at what's Mm -hmm. ours and we have to look at not taking more than ours, which can also be something that we often do, especially when we're people pleasers and peacekeepers and we Mm -hmm. don't want to rock the boat. We'll take more responsibility than what is ours. So we first have to look at, the fact that the, the dynamic in our relationship is partially our responsibility. And the, the dynamic won't change unless we do something different. So it's always going to come down to choice and action, always. And so it's like the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. We have to do something different for something different to happen. That's the pattern interrupt. Uh, Even if it's, you know, what's one different choice I can make right now? And then, you know, even to go to the place of, you know, the old me used to, the new me now does. Mm -hmm. And seeing the way that the old me kept the pattern in place. The new me can make a new choice right now, take a new action. Now, we also have to remember that there's, you know, there's someone else in the relationship. They may not be so on board with the choices we make (laughs) and the actions we take. Right. Right. And so, you know, this, this is where, you know, this is where, first of all, we have to be willing to be really clear, clean, and direct. We have to see if the other person is available to meet us where we are now. We have to be steadfast in the boundaries that we're setting for ourselves. And remember that it's not about another person honoring or respecting our boundaries. It's up to us. Oh, that is the key right there. You have to respect your own self and your own boundaries. Mm -hmm. And I'm just now learning 
even in my young old age, I to learn this even now just brings me so much joy because I feel so much more authentic when I'm, you know, working with my own boundaries and my own truth and honoring my own boundaries and truth, that there's a feeling of clean and clear in my body that I haven't felt in so long, regardless of what that means in my life. Like I feel clear, you know, like starting there from that clear place of what's true for you. I love that. Oh, wow. I love that. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. yeah. so I just wanted to say um, on that note that, one of the steps that you have is go it alone for a while. And I really resonated with that chapter. You and I, you know, you did that. You went alone for a while. I remember you telling us how you went like nine months alone and just like sat with yourself. And I'm sort of in that space right now. And even though I might like, you know, meet people or want to like get into a relationship with someone or, or have crushes or something going on, I'm like, I have to sit alone for a minute because I want to make sure that, you know, I'm clear and clean with my next relationship. But why do you recommend that this happens? Why do you recommend you know, it alone? Yeah, so it really, it really for me comes down to this other, you know, this premise that I set in the beginning of the book that relationship isn't meant to save us. It's meant to grow us. Mm-hmm. And I think too often we have this idea First of all, we're we're there. We we're afraid to be alone, or the old proverbial like yeah. end up alone. Mm-hmm. We we, you know, the whole book starts with this story of me watching Jerry Maguire, and this whole thing of you know you complete me, and me being in watching that and thinking it's not you complete me, it's you deplete me, <laughs> and Ooh. really seeing that. It, <laughs> Yeah, and really seeing... <laughs> I resonate with that statement. <laughs> yeah, yep. And then really seeing how it needs to be you compliment me. Like, what are the ways in which we enhance mm. each other? Because you complete me posits that I am not whole. Yeah, And right. so that's why, I, that's why I feel so strongly about going it alone, so that you know you're whole. This isn't even about coming back to wholeness or repairing or being unbroken or any of it. It's just we are whole. Mm-hmm. We, we may be messy, but we are whole. We don't need anyone to complete us to make us whole. We simply need to reclaim these lost pieces of ourselves. And that's what going it alone allows us to do. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I love that step. Well, I've yeah. been going it alone for because, six years now, so I'm good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> He's ready. We're getting Carrie dates on the yep. Life Cafe. If anybody's interested, Kathy and Kathy and Ella.com. I love it. Taking orders. <laughs> I love it. I'm taking well, orders. Yeah. Well, you know, send in your resume. So, Nance, we yeah, were, resume. Um, you know, resume. I've been in, <laughs> um, we've all been in groups together. And what I notice is it's mostly like there's mostly women in our groups. However, there are a few men in our groups as well. There are. So when you were talking about, <laughs> shout out Stephen. You know, like when you when you were talking about. Yeah, shout about, out to Stephen, right? <laughs> yeah, I love him so much. <laughs> yes. Um, 
when you were talking about like we, you know, it's like I, I, I was really aware. It's like it doesn't necessarily have, you know, we just automatically think like it's the women, you know, but it's not. It's the men no. as well. And I was just wondering, like, what is your, like, based on all the work that you've been doing, what are you seeing, like, as far as the men and their transformation and what their needs are as well? Because I think that that's so important because we need to, yes. you know, we're working with ourselves and the men are working with themselves. We, you know, as a, as a person, can't, you, you shouldn't take that personally, but yet have the understanding that it might be a little bit of a different need or, you know, like they just go about it maybe a different way, maybe not. You know, I really, I, I do my best to steer clear of, of separating out stereotypically male, female, hmm. because I have seen, I've worked with many men around this work and other work. And I don't know that it's different from the women with whom I work. So it's more about there's a certain sensibility of a person who's drawn to go the distance, to do the deep, to do the deep oh, inquiry. I love that answer. Yeah, it is about yeah. getting deep. Yeah. I, yeah. I really feel like, and, and not being stereotypical, but going ahead and going to be, is that I feel like right now that there are men who are sort of standing up and saying, I am you. Like, I want the same things. I want to be in um, healthy relationships with women and, and bring these two worlds together in a happy, loving way. And so I, I really appreciate that uh, that movement sort of happening, in my opinion, and that men can read your book and any books like that and get the same results. That's what I like about your work because it isn't mm-hmm. stereotyped. Yeah. It's, uh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> it really is. And uh, so the, here's where I want to go next. And you have, so there was this, I was listening to a song this morning that was called Just My Imagination. We all remember that song. Just my imagination. I'm warming up for karaoke sure. tonight. And, uh, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's an interesting song. Well, that's true. I am doing karaoke tonight. Uh, but the truth is, that when I was listening to the words, I'm like, that is kind of where we go. We fantasize about this love that we want or this relationship that we want or this happy home, picket fence, three kids, two jobs, two car, what life that, you know, society again has put out there. But you have a, and this is my favorite, favorite, favorite exercises that you have. It's called Envision the Relationship You Desire, and that's in one of your mm-hmm. steps towards the end of the book. Mm-hmm. And I haven't gone through it, but I, I'm just like waiting to go through the rest of the steps because I know they're important to go through before I get there. But if you could just talk a little bit about why we envision that relationship we desire as, as opposed to fantasizing about something that is a fantasy, that is you know, sort of put on us as a young age? Because I really, you know, there's, so there's the, there's the old, um, there's the old piece of poetry from William Blake, everything real was once imagined. And I think about this in terms of we have to be willing to envision. We have to be willing to see and know and feel into what we want. So that when we step into it, again, what I said before, we bring ourselves along as well. Because 
this is all about how do I stay present? How do I show up? How do I be in love without losing myself? So it's not so much about envisioning Prince Charming or Princess Charming. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's about how do I actually, how do I envision me showing up with my non-negotiables? How do Mm. I know my limits? How do I know what I'll tolerate and won't tolerate? How do, you know, so we're, we're crafting the scenario knowing how, knowing on the deeper level of how I want it to feel first mm. and foremost. Mm-hmm. I love that. And, you know, that's the most important thing. Like it's all about how we feel. You know, I was um, yeah. I was uh, playing with some of my um, cards this morning, just kind of getting a sense of, of you know where we were going. And one of the cards that I pulled was from the Ask, and it is given. Given, and it says, mm-hmm. "An empty feeling is telling me something important." So when we're even like contemplating or even thinking like there needs to be a change or there should be a shift, like it's like. You know, it's like you just don't feel, you personally don't feel whole. Like there's, you know, there's something missing. And I think that that's, you know, I mean, you are the one that says your body is the barometer, right, of, hello. What's the the saying? You say it all the time. It's like your body, it like tells you what is going on. Your body is the barometer of your truth. Yes. Which is so true because if you feel it inside, you just know that there is something, something not right. Yeah. So anyway, so on your mm-hmm. website, for people that are wondering, yeah. like, how do I even get started? I want to invite, and you tell me if this is a great idea or, you know, there, <laughs> you have a quiz on your website. Yeah, about, that's a perfect place to start. Yes. yes, and I took it this morning, and I have to say it was like, wow. <laughs> oh, I, took it this I love it. Oh, I love yeah, it. We took, yeah, we both took it this morning. And so oh. I just want to invite everyone to jump yep. on Nancy's webpage, which is nancy11.com, her website, and up yep. on the top it says take the quiz, and it'll just get you yeah. started. It'll, you know, if this if this conversation has even started a little bit of movement mm-hmm. inside of you, you know, like it's a very safe place to start. It's a really wonderful quiz to take. It gets you thinking. The pictures yep. are great. And so I just mm-hmm. want, and by the way, little BT, you know, BTW, your website looks amazing. Like it looks so good. I just it had to did it. I literally, oh, I, it was beautiful. beautiful. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, yeah, thank we you, thank you. Gorgeous. Anyway, I just want to, you know, just invite everybody to take that quiz, and then, you know, the next step kind of will come to you. Yes, and get by this book. And I just want to give a shout out to uh, January 11th through January 13th. Nancy Eleven <gasps> yeah. and the New Relationship Blueprint um, Workshop is going to be at the 1440 Multiversity. Retreat Center in Santa Cruz, California. I've done workshops with Nancy there. I've gone there. It is amazing. I've signed up to be there. So if you also want to see me, go sign up for that workshop. And I know I'm so excited to go. And uh, I really just know that you will dive deep into some work and you'll get a lot out of that weekend. Buy the book. 
And Nancy, I can't thank you enough for coming on our show and sharing with our listeners the new relationship blueprint. Thank you so much. My yeah, pleasure. Thank really. you, thank you, thank you. It's been really All special. right, everybody. <laughs> thank you, Nance. We love you, and we will You're see welcome. You on I the love clip. you, too. Okay, bye. <sighs> oh, my goodness. Oh, Nancy. That was so video. remarkable. Oh, my God. So remarkable. So let's, okay, so, so let's go ahead. We're going to do a quick again. Wayne Dyer Wednesday. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, tell so everybody again tell where everybody to find where, her. Yes, because she's so, you guys listen to me. She's so brilliant. She's so, I mean, this, there's not a, she's just so compassionate and loving. And she really, really wants your best good and your, you know, take, for you to live your best life. And so if you want to do that, you've just got to treat yourself to working with Nancy because she's just really remarkable. And just a shout out to 1440. It is the most beautiful place to do mm-hmm. a workshop. I mean, it's gorgeous up there. So do that. And then Kath, why don't you tell everybody where to find her? Okay. So on Facebook group transformation, uh, where is it? Da, 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 da. Transformation together with Nancy Levin. That is a Facebook group that is super active with awesome people. And then she has a new online coaching group called Destination Me, which you can find through her website, www.nancylevin.com. And all of her books are on Amazon. And I highly recommend every single book. And if you're thinking about doing some life coaching, she is the person that you will have transformation with. I swear by her. You all of you have watched me. You know me, and life is good. So, yay. Yeah, and I just want to say one more thing about the book, and that is that if you search it, like if you do a Google search, I think Google has it, um, also Amazon. Like you can go in and just kind of like the first, I know for sure the first chapters is on there, maybe the second as well. So you can really review it just to see if it resonates with you and then buy it because it, it will be your Bible. And, and Kathy, oh, yeah. you and I were talking this morning about it as well. And it's just, it's something that you, it's not a quick read. It's not like, you know, it's like you, Mm-mm. if you're going to invest in yourself, like you need to take the time to do these steps and, and really, I think my personal opinion is to give pause to each of the 10 steps that she's asking you to do, because it's really it really is life changing. So I agree. Anyway. Okay. So I'm going right. to, we're going to close today. Um, do you want to pull a card? Cause I don't have any cards here. I, I, left oh. I brought them all home because I did a reading this weekend, but I do have a Wayne Dyer Wednesday quote. And that okay. is, you cannot be lonely if you like the person you're alone with. Oh, well, isn't that true? And I'm pretty sure Wayne just sent that to all three of us. Cause you know, of course, Nancy and Wayne are besties. Also, so uh, we love Wayne Dyer, we love Nancy Levin, and we love life here at the Best Life Cafe. We do. Um, Okay, so I pulled from the Louise Hay Wisdom Cards, and I literally just, like, opened the box, took out the cards, and, like, just cut the deck, and this is the one that um, came up. I trust the intelligence within me. And then you turn it over. It says, whatever is happening out there is only a mirror of my own limited thinking. 
Ta-da! Uh, Which is all about what Nancy was talking about, you know, like the beliefs and beliefs are just a thought that we keep thinking. And so I just, this was such a special show. And I hope that all of our listeners understand how we want all everybody out there to live their best life. That is why we bring you who we bring you. And Nancy, love you so much. Thank you for this gift. And We've got some great shows coming up this this next few months. We do. So stay tuned to the Best Life Cafe. Share, tell a friend, reach out, talk to us, send an email, Kathy at kathyanello.com if you're interested in being on the show in 2019 because we are booked through there. And uh, we would love to uh, help you spread your own voice. So, all right, Carrie, love you, girl. Love you, babe. Aloha, everybody. Talk to you next week. Bye. Yay.